Y'all, what it do, man? It's the Benji Bay Broadcast, Podcast, Culture. Um, whichever one you feel uh, is appropriate, whichever one you want to call it. But, uh, you know, I want to get into the culture, um, mainly pretending to rap. You see, with rap, man, I live in a big inner city, like the fourth largest city in America. So as soon as these big-ass albums and platinum mixtapes and all this shit drop, I can see the effect immediately. Um, you know, I can see the frowns, uh, I can see the sassiness, the bad girl, hot girl, city girl attitude when, um, ain't nobody even concerned about you. A lot of neighborhoods are gentrified, uh, but a lot of guys still acting like the hood, still lit. Oh, if anybody don't like him in the hood, gonna love you. Get your ass on public. Hey, hey, I got the whole block bumping. Everybody like, but the hood gonna... You know what I'm saying? And ain't nobody even outside. You know what I'm saying? These rappers, they talk about the hood and it's like, are there still cookouts outside with everybody out there? Sausage link, um, your uncle, grandpa got the little sandals on with the ashy feet out, like it's it. You know? The ice cream trucks and little kids running behind it, ice cream and all that shit. Like, do you even see like as, as much smiles as it used to be in the so-called hood? It's more frowns, you know what I'm saying, more than these days. So the aspect that these guys are putting in their music is not even there. And that's why I said that Glorilla was gonna be at the point in the state that she at because that's music that can bump through the neighborhood all day. And it's not warranted to make people feel like they gotta draw down on each other. And that's why it's like with this rap music, I understand these artists they going to have a balance of what they do. And some of these guys making music for just entertainment value. But me just knowing a lot of these rappers, you see a lot of these rappers, man, they think that a lot of people are really with them. And it's like they could have their support to where the neighborhoods is backing them. But their music has affected people so bad that a lot of parents, a lot of people are scared to have their kids even come outside anymore because they have no morals and no structure, you know? So yeah, the, the old heads, the old timers did it better. Um, that's just keeping it 100. It was a lot of bad things. It was a lot of violence and crime going on due to uh, funds being lost, funds being stolen, funds uh, trying to be made. But everybody was trying to fend for their family and themselves back then in the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s, so to speak. But now, these guys dying for an image. And I can't even get on the women's side of things because uh, that's, 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 that's a whole nother rabbit hole. But, um, you know, this game is so twisted that life is so twisted to even be able to comprehend just the simple rap aspect of how I seen people crying and writing paragraphs and, and, and letters about how King Von died and stuff and how they were so hurt by it. And I mean, we, we know how this dude got down and it's just like, I, I seen the good things that he did and that's what led me to his music more. But it's just the fact that it's a lot of good guys out here it's a lot of good brothers out here doing good things and they get no attention. Nobody give a damn. You feel me? Who give a shit? 
You know what I'm saying? But for King Von, it was like the reason why people supported him for the most part, just because he killed people, basically, on some 100 shit. And the sad thing is, I know for a fact that he knew that a lot of people was backing behind him just for that simple reason alone. Like, it wasn't enough for him to be a good kid. And that's the, that's the thing in a certain community. It's, it's not enough to be just a good kid. A good kid in Chicago look up on the mural and he see King Von on there. So paint the mentality and the narrative that may, that may lead him down to. If King Von stayed the good kid, would people even know or care about him today? For real, for real? Like, like that's just the biggest thing. That's the reason why people love him. Probably couldn't even sleep night, sleep well at night, pillow wet, all type of stuff going on. People don't even know. People don't even know. See, the, the, the real rappers are not so much the majority of the problem these days, for real. That's why all through my podcast, I only talk about them ones that's really, you feel me, moving like how they supposed to. They could have lasted in the 80s and the 90s, period. But it's the fraud, fake rappers out here throwing up big B's chain falling everywhere trying to act cool like they really with it they with the movement but when they get real they running they screaming they hollering they can't put their fist up like a man and defend themselves. these guys from a good neighborhood they move all the way or they come to the hood to shoot videos you feel me they ain't helping nobody they move to the hood to make videos and maybe when people see or, or something cracking their character that they not even really with the movement, now they got to resort to the emo goth thing, right? They got to put a little weird shit all on their face and, you know, act like a rock star, right? I don't, I don't care, man. I don't feel less of a man. I don't feel inferior than somebody else just because they have some change, uh, you know what I'm saying, more money or whatever the case may be. Like, no, brother. And that's just all it come down to. The older generation, you really had to make a name for yourself before you even had the material assets. People knew you for something. Whatever you was getting live with, that was that was your whole embodiment and your persona, like for real. So bottom line is, all I'm saying is for the fake fraud rappers, it's at an all time high that their safety may be at a uh, risk. Because as I already said, man, the little kids in the neighborhood can't even be little kids no more. These kids got to grow up fast. You know what I'm saying? They can't just be the innocent kid running around, having a good time. You know what I'm saying? Swinging on the playgrounds. Like, nah. And I don't even like to repeat myself on this podcast, but some of this stuff just have to be laid down at this point. And I seen what happened to the girl in Houston. I seen what happened to the girl in Houston. So it's really on now. Like the pressure is being applied now. The podcast I dropped with Future on there, I already said, like, a lot of the youth don't even feel a lot of this trash ass music coming out. I'm gonna be real. And they sick and tired. A lot of the black community, period, is sick and tired of fake ass rappers, period. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't even have enough power to all build a, a, a group to go against gang members. Like, how is they gonna work? Your little nephew, a little your little cousin may be in the gang and you don't even know it. 
How's that going to work? All you can do at this point is just sit back because I already dropped podcasts saying what's going to happen, man. A lot of guys, it's the process of elimination. And it's it's the heat, the intensity is up on max pressure. Even a regular civilian got to be on point too because it's, it's hot out here. But... Yeah, it's just a lot of rappers. They think a lot of people really with them, honestly. They think a lot of people really with them, and they not. Uh, a lot of these people, they don't really care about these rappers. They just a hologram in real life. They just a movie character. And when they pass, they looking for the next movie character that was like them. They looking for the, they searching for the next King Von now. That's what a lot of people are doing. You know, and it's a lot of people that hold material things so dearly and make that and, and think that that makes them who they are. So, yeah, I mean, don't get it twisted. I mean, that's why I can understand why people uh, were King Von fans and he's still relevant till this day because he actually was real and he was talking about real situations in his music. So it basically was pain music. And uh, yeah, a lot of people uh, that came from a certain type of environment and neighborhood just happened to grow up in it. You know what I'm saying? That's why they related to him, because, you know, he reminded it. He reminded you of the people you, you you bumped shoulders with in class. You know what I'm saying? Guys that you just grew up in the neighborhood with and just happened to be in the rap, the rap issue. Even with these real rappers, um, a lot of them, man. That's why I talked about the Fat Joe situation. Talking about how the younger generation only respect the bag. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you less inclined to even find even real love out here. You know, it's all about materialistic things. And it don't matter if you're a real one. You know what I'm saying? You see a lot of the real rappers. A lot of the real rappers can't even find love. They can't find a wife. Why? Because these women scared. You feel me? Um, they, they, want a, they want a boyfriend, right, that's with the shit and all this. They want a real dude that's going to stand up and defend them. Uh, but they scared of those guys, right? So they get with the weird rapper with the nails polished and, you know, and that's how they getting down. So that's the main reason why I had so much respect for Glorilla, cause um, you see, uh, she ain't really forcing no image. She confident in her sh- uh, her shit, where she from, bars hitting, the whole persona, and she carry herself with that energy. Like she came from out of the gutter with it, and ain't nobody really give her too much or nothing. She just came out in the rap game, and people embraced her. You know what I'm saying? They see she really from the neighborhood. So, uh, yeah, everybody gon' rock with her and support her movement because it's real and i really don't even go in depths to where like i'm exposing anybody everybody else is doing it and they going hard because people been pissed at rap and fake rappers for the longest but now uh the intensity is so high people don't give a damn they just letting them have it but uh with me it's just uh my first love in football man and uh me just growing up in a certain neighborhood uh it's a lot of King Vons and a lot of rappers that's real that reminded me of the guys that I grew up in my neighborhood with. It's just that I chose to be an athlete, but uh, after football was over, I even seen good guys and, and scholars and dudes that I went to school with, A.B. on the road, Good Conduct. Uh, they feel victim to the lifestyle that people are glorifying too. You feel me? So uh, when I do this podcast, man, when I talk about rap, I'm talking for the neighborhood. I'm talking for the bigger inner cities. 
And I'm talking for the people that you really can grow up in a neighborhood. You didn't ask for the shit and the lights may be off and your mom and dad may not be there. So all that other shit don't hit as hard as that. So uh, I see what's going on out here. I see a lot of people that want to be in the loop. I see a lot of people that want to join uh, this 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 game banging culture. You know what I'm saying? They want to pick the biggest game. They want to pick rappers that's part of the game that don't have no enemies. And, you know, not knowing that you standing out there, no matter who it is, 60s, whoever. I see guys coming from different cities, out of towners, going to L.A. And people rocking with these big games like they not aligned with other games. And they have so many allies that would backdoor you and all this stuff. Like, you're not safe out here. You know, and at this point, we're low-key in a recession in America, bro. So, I mean, the street rappers, uh, the ones that's actually real, um, they don't really care necessarily how dangerous it is, but they may take it into account. They may move a little smarter because they've already been in repetition with the lifestyle and they just like, it is what it is, you know. Uh, but it's the ones that's, you know, faking it. You know, they, they in a, a lot of stress. They they got they gotta have security everywhere. And it's it's hard for them dudes. And that's why I'd be like, man, as long as people being they self in rap, rap has more substance and can go somewhere. That's why it's like I don't have no problem with the little lot Yachties and the little Uzis. You know, they do their thing. You can get a different feel, you can get a different vibe from their music. Lil Uzi had some great music when he first came out. Great music. You know what I'm saying? But eventually he just changed it up and went to the the K-pop thing or whatever and you know, he basically never coming back to that old style that he had when he first came out with the little dread things and all that. But yes, yeah, like rappers that be they self, um, they inclined to be embraced more. Uh, they not really hiding behind a fake persona or image. So that's why rap, like for anybody who wonder why rap is not really as exciting as it used to be. It's a lot of imposters and it's a lot of intruders that, you know, come to the hood and you know, shoot music videos and pretend to be something that they not. So it's not organic. Uh, you want to feel the music. You probably want to keep up with certain artists, but you're going to forget about them because there's no real movement behind them. They, the neighborhood is not with them. So that's why Glorilla and, and certain artists that I mentioned, most of them had a neighborhood behind them. The neighborhood feels a strong bond and attachment to them because they was part of the neighborhood. They was outside shooting hoops on the neighborhood. You feel me? Playing uh, cops and robbers in the neighborhood, laughing and joking, you know, stuff like that. Slap boxing in the neighborhood, cracking jokes with each other all day and night as kids in the neighborhood. So, you know, people see them through the city, through the community, and they're a recognizable face. But it's nothing wrong with foreign artists making rap music. But as a foreign artist, you should always respect other countries and, and what they've put out on the pavement for. Like, I'm not about to take two, three plane flights to go to another country and try to be the best step dancer, the hardest tap tap dancer, you know, opera singer or whatever they have in that culture, beer fest. I'm not about to just hop out into their culture and not follow and abide by their rules and disrespect them as well. Once I get comfortable and I look at the camera smiling, I see a little bit of people embrace me. I feel comfortable. So now I'm about to shit on you. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I see. So when I talk about rap, it's like I'm not trying to stress this on. Rap is only a small part of life, but it's transcending into something bigger with the drill, 
culture and it's completely out of control and it's not even about it's not about the race wars it's not about who's the toughest you know at the end of the day it's just real versus fake you know that's all it is so when i talk about certain artists out of la or or you know texas or whatever the case may be it's because they are who they say they are they solidify people respect them so that actually means something as opposed to oh look at my big chain my b my big vvs watch and then you look at that interviews they ain't got nothing to say of no substance you listen to their music they ain't got nothing to say of no substance they trying to sound like young thug they trying to sound like little baby they trying to sound like the migos so it's like we have good rappers in this generation but it's so many other rappers that want to be exactly like these guys that you forget or it watered down a rap game to where we don't have just five or six 12 10 rappers that all have their own sound and you know they city i can go from the 42 dugs and all this stuff for the music i listen to but in the mix of that I tend to forget about these guys because they live in a real lifestyle and they have a lot of ups and downs. And you look around, the, these goofies still dropping tracks. You know, buying views and all this stuff. So to see that we've just been hindered to just rap music, this is what it's came to. And it's it's no more, it's no, it's no rock bands, it's no pop bands, it's no instruments being used, it's no different types of music being made to where it's a million and something dudes all trying to rap you know ain't nobody trying to hit the piano ain't nobody trying to hit the guitar you know uh so it's like rap is pretty much at a dead end now uh but it's a lucrative business always because people just enticed by their whole uh destructive lifestyle which um, it's, it's actually quite the norm because the movies, um, people talking about the Netflix Jeffrey Dahmer movie, you know what I'm saying? People enticed by that, a lot of that stuff sometimes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I talk that positive shit and I'm not really with artists beefing against each other knowing that these guys making money and all these things. But yeah, man, just, just speaking the truth about coming from a big inner city and knowing that I went to school I probably wasn't in the same class, but I, I went to school with certain uh, rapper, certain rappers that um, they they got a, a following now. They got a fan base now, but I look at their interviews and I see what they got going on. They still the same person. They might spice it up a little bit, but they still I can see the same person. But it's like if you're not how people remember you at all and you're rapping, that shit is corny. There's so many people just wanting to fuel uh, the destruction through rap music. There's so many people that want to ride the wave of rappers just because they basically body and shot people and things like that. And when it happens to that particular rapper, now they want to cry. And uh, they don't care about the kids in the neighborhood that's crying that they lost their best friend in school, elementary. And uh, they don't care about the moms crying, you know. Uh, they always gonna use a scapegoat and say that, you know, uh, single moms this and it's the woman's fault this. And you know, a lot of laws being passed, you know, welfare, welfare. So a lot of these kids are trapped 
in in under a dark cloud that a lot of people don't understand the culture laughing and clapping and crying over these rappers and the kids go unnoticed the kids pain go unnoticed you know nobody is checking on the kids mental health a lot of people don't care about the young brother that's doing good you know what i'm saying trying to pursue something to do good in this society you know but the moment a young brother does something bad they got the cameras all over they got the spotlight on them you know, anything, any any last words, anything that you have to say, you know, all on the newspaper going viral. You know, people free him, free him. Free YNW Manly, free him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the vibe that people on. So, um, if people get offended listening to the podcast, like, that's on you, man. It's just, uh, if you would have to live in a big inner city, you would feel the same way eventually as you mature and see that, a lot of people clapping and doing backflips and, you know what I'm saying, turned up with pom-poms like cheerleaders and cheering on the destruction of your people dying and, and, and getting locked up forever because there ain't too many second chances out here. Uh, it, it's no offense to any other races of people. I just see respect is, the, is a big thing in life, period. So I respect all races of people a lot of people podcast and the thing about a podcast is people could get a better understanding of different cultures and you know it's just like that disrespectful shit and not understanding the people you're dealing with don't make no sense i'm not about to go to middle east with the little hijab thing on my head and clown and laugh at these dudes or you know try to go to the middle east and, and become a muslim or some things like that and try to be involved in a culture and try to do my own way. You feel me? So, yeah, man, uh, I just wanted to speak on life in general because, uh, you know, just the factor of playing sports and transitioning from sports and football to the music thing. Football came before music to me. And just seeing the team aspect and knowing that these days, it's all about getting yourself I did everything myself all off the muscle. I got it here out the mud, independent. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody ever helped them. I never had help. And uh, having a team, that team aspect uh, really means a lot. I know I may not be on social media all the time and just, you know, on there all day, but uh, I just put it out on this podcast. Like, uh, you know, I'm willing to team and work together and collab and you know, do a lot of different things with a lot of different podcasters and different artists and just talk about numerous subjects because, um, you know, life is just bigger than rap. Uh, life is way bigger than just music sometimes. And, you know, that's why I speak about these certain topics because uh, it's deeper than rap, you know. So uh, I salute to anybody out there listening to this podcast, supporting this podcast, whatever they doing. Uh, rather they want to send send me their links to their podcast, I'll check them out too. Uh, and I feel like, you know, a team, uh, team players, uh, people that's, that's okay with not having enough pride and ego to be like, uh, I'm cool with being a team player, you know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. You know, whether it's a, a, I retweet your stuff, you retweet mine, I like yours, like mine, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, things don't have to be forced. I'd rather be organic. I see what a lot of people out here doing. 
But for me, you know, this is just, just my lane. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really trying to get out of my lane. I speak about things I know about. And, uh, you know, as I say, man, music and sports, but I'm into a lot of different things. You know, cool, easy person to get along with for the most part. And, uh, you know, that's what it's about, being able to embrace other races and cultures of people, but uh, being more from the perspective of trying to understand rather than judge. And, you know, if you're going to take two, three plane fights to go to another country and become a part of that culture, uh, make sure you do your research on it and you respect their boundaries and you respect what these people created. You know what I'm saying? And then you probably could have a better chance of being embraced by these people. That's just what it's all about. And um, it's numerous amount of people from all different countries and cities speaking, speaking on how they feel uh, about certain people destroying uh, their community or, or their lifestyle, whatever. Your, your voice matters, man. And uh, yeah, I, I just see it just from the rap perspective, man. I, I, I just see rappers, um, just like Rich Homie Kwan dropped the interview talking about it's dangerous, you know, it, it's so dangerous out here for rappers. And it's like, um, uh, yeah, no shit. Like, uh, I mean, I mean, but it shouldn't be nothing new for him, right? You a gangster. Uh, that's how you live and you thugging, right? I mean, it's, you feel me? So uh, people laugh at type of stuff like that. People laugh and only want to apply pressure more. Like guys out here with chains and diamonds and talking all this hot shit in their music, act, acting like it ain't wolves out here. And, uh, you know, the so-called streets is more dead than ever. So, I mean, that's the vibes, man. And, um, you know, these rappers, they want to come out here. Uh, like they Chief Keef a little boosy with that energy, you know what I'm saying? Come at me, give me your best shot, I'm with it. I want all the smoke, come get me, you know what I'm saying? What's what's happening? You know, I step on shit, I do this, I got switches and all this, I got all type of artillery, you know, and all this stuff. So it's like, hey, the the street reputables that's listening to them, you know what I'm saying? You know, guys from Atlanta, bad shouty. We gonna see about it, shouty. You know what I'm saying? And New Orleans on down. Hi, right, you heard me? We gonna see when he come down here, you heard me? You feel me? And, and even Chicago. I bet, my G. On BD. On folk. I On folk. Now we gonna catch him when he go down there. You feel me? So it's like, hey, charge it to the game, Quan. Charge it to the game. Because even the non-affiliates, if they, you feel me, get some of them, if they even get an opportunity to catch these rappers, that's just... <laughs> so it's all bad, man. It's all bad. You know, it's just like, what happened to being a smooth rapper? What happened to being a player, the baller? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, just have good music talking about your real life and stuff like that so people like you and respect you for your talent when they see you in these big inner cities because i mean you can't go do shows in paris and go all over to united kingdom and stuff you got to go to these big cities bro so i grew up seeing rappers i grew up seeing little flip selling cds out his trunk and zero in the barber shop and uh little kiki and mcdonald's and things of that nature and you know what i'm saying one bodyguard is cool ain't nobody sweating you but rappers now, they're going to need a whole militia. They're going to need a whole security team everywhere they go, like 6 9 and, you know, drain their money out every day. All day, they're going to need security with them. Four, five big muscular dudes with them ready to die and shoot it out for them and all this stuff. And, hey, man, that's, that's what it is. You know, that's why Paul Wall called himself the people's champ. You know, the people embraced him and wanted autographs. And, you know, you could go up and approach these dudes and shake their hand. And, you know, that's the type of stuff that make people respect and gravitate to you. Uh, the kids can get some inspiration. They can run up and shake your hand. And, you know, your vibe and your energy is more welcoming 
uh, that's for rap used to be more about rappers that was more welcome to the community, the neighborhood aspect, you know what I'm saying? But now uh, rappers just glorify the community's pain, the loss and the trauma and destruction and make it more destructive with their music. And you see these guys in public, um, you know, standoff approach, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the energy as if I'm better than you. I got this money, these chains, and these followings, and I got bodyguards. You can't even get, kids can't even get close to the uh, rappers and run up to them. So uh, I'm just I'm just glad that I was strong-minded, and uh, I just knew the uh, gang don't define you. Uh, joining the gang don't make you more of a man than a, a, a guy that didn't. If anything, you're more of a man if you can stand alone and be like, no, nah, I can stand up and defend myself. I'll rise up. You feel me? Even if it's five or ten gang members trying to bully me, I'll rise up and defend myself as a man for my family or myself. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 a real man. If anything, you are most more of a man than the ones that is joining the gang. And a lot of them in their gangs, a lot of them not real men. You know what I'm saying? They need a posse. They need 30 dudes around them to feel like a man. So that's why it's like I can't salute the ones that's living that active lifestyle. They do. They can stand alone. They can use their fists as a man. They can stand alone and still be respected. You know what I'm saying? And go head up with whoever they got to for their respect as a man. And living by some type of moral and principle as well. So, yeah, as I say, man, that's why I talk about those L.A. artists, man, because uh, I've been listening to Schoolboy Q for over a decade, man. And uh, it's a lot of talent. It seemed like in that, that particular section of L.A., but, you know, it don't get enough shine. And, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, Drake, uh, Drake, yo, gone. And, you know, a lot of other guys left and, and, you know, was supposed to pop out of L.A. and carry the rap scene. But, you know, it's just a lot of great artists we don't get to hear out of Cali, I feel like. And, you know, for the mecca of hip-hop, New York, um, it, it, it's all bad. I already said enough, man, but... uh Congrats to Glorilla for uh, becoming basically a, a legend in the rap game at this point because um, no female has ever really stepped out like that, really from the neighborhood and really putting it on for Memphis for real. But uh, I just look at rap. I'm always love rap, but if the state is in, I don't love. The state is in, I don't love, man, but salute to everybody, man. All type of countries I, I rock with, Japan, uh, Ethiopia, man, uh, uh, Canada, cool. I, I, I rock with a lot of different countries on the low. It's just that you want you want to be able to be in those positions. Uh, Jamaica, you know what I'm saying? You want to be in those positions to visit these places and even some places in the Middle East, you know what I'm saying? Like, And, and be able to be uh, amongst different people and able to share your culture and they share theirs and it's able to be embraced, man. But yeah, man, I'm out much love. Peace.